welcome to Windsor Watch with me, Sarah Southern. And this week I am yet again joined by Elliot Granger. Hello. And James Clothier. Hi. How are we all? Very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, tip top, thanks. Tip top. Nice. Uh, feel as though we've had um, a varied royal week, shall we say. A varied mm. royal week. Slightly quieter, perhaps. A, quieter. a little quieter, but I think some of the things we have had have been wonderful. Indeed. Uh, but after we spoke last week, it was literally as we'd gone to press, as we'd gone to Pixel, Prince Harry went and got himself another job. Two jobs in one week. I mean, we could all be so lucky. <laughs> the man's not worked in decades and then uh, suddenly all, all at once. So this is the appointment to the Aspen Institute uh, to sit on their Commission of Information Disorder. Does that sound right? It's a genuine thing. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's a genuine thing, Elliot says, <laughs> rather than a fake thing. I think it's to well, do I with... I just think it's interesting for him because obviously they are such big fans of True. talking about things on social media, sharing their lives. And information disorder is one of those terms which talks about something, but also implies there is a social order, a communications order, that there is a truth to things, which I think is hoping for a bit much in this day and age. I think I think that it's fascinating that point. The, the idea that you can that, that information can be ordered in the same way that sort of numbers can be ordered, that there is a right and there's a wrong. And it seems it does seem slightly simplistic, or it's a bit scary. It's the kind of thing that a sort of evil dictator would would, would <laughs> a truth and it had to be ordered. I mean that sounds a bit Chinese to me. But anyway, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a, a good job, and I'm sure he gets good money for it. What really amused me was in the press release, uh, Harry, Prince Harry was quoted as saying, uh, it's my belief that information disorder is a humanitarian issue. And as such, it demands a multi-stakeholder response from advocacy voices, members of the media, academic researchers, and both government and civil society leaders. I'm eager to join this new Aspen Commission. I look forward to working on a solution-oriented approach to the information disorder crisis. Now, Sarah, remind me what Prince Harry's academic qualifications are. Well, I think he got some A-levels from Eton College mm -hmm. and he probably faffed about at Sandhurst in the Officer Training Corps for a bit. And do we think that he actually said those words, a solution-oriented approach to the information disorder? Oh, program? lordy buff. No, this has been written by the Aspen <laughs> Institute and their wonderful PR machine. But, you know, it's very lofty endeavours and everything these days is a civil society government endeavour. You know, this is how, it's how we're looking at all these problems. He, he does he's a convener, though, isn't he? That isn't that how they always see themselves. Yes, he likes yeah. to call himself a convener. It does tickle me though that he sits on this commission of information disorder with uh, one of the Murdochs, Catherine Murdoch, I think, who's James Murdoch's wife, James. and obviously the the yeah. Murdoch family own oh I don't know some newspapers that have probably written some things that Harry and Meghan don't like. And I'm sure so. they can discuss that at length over some canapes and some nice wine in Aspen. Well, there were some interesting people who were on that that commission. I think the fella who set up Craigslist also sits on it. So, you know, it's definitely a, a wealthy cohort of folk who are it's on it. It's a really it. interesting thing for them to do because the Aspen Institute attracts big names anyway. So it's interesting how he's brought on to do what? Because the convening thing that they say they do, they the Aspen is, can do, do themselves. They already bring these names together. So it'll be interesting to see what role he does play and how that pans out or or whether it's just a broader part of his portfolio of mental health, online social responsibility elements that he and his wife are looking at setting up doing. It's, it's an interesting play. Well, yeah. on that note, Elliot, I fell into a little bit of a, a rabbit hole uh, of 
what Meghan and Harry are involved in. And I started looking on their Archerwell Foundation website. Can I pause you one second? You may. How do we say that word? Well, I may not have said it correctly. Archerwell? Archwell? Because isn't it Archerwell? Because the E's in it. And I'm a bit, and maybe I, I don't know how. Actually, those things I've not quite resolved yet. I just thought it was Archiewell because it's called child is, and they like wellness. <laughs> well, I think it is actually a word that means something. No, in a different not. language, I think it is. But anyway, for the time being, we'll call it Archiewell, and then yeah. when they have another baby, it's strong we'll branding. After too. that, yeah, exactly. Uh, and all of the different organisations that they have partnerships with are all based in the US. They have set up the Archerwell Foundation as a 501c3 in the US. For our British listeners, a 501c3 basically means you have the right status as a charity in the United States, which means that people can give to your charity or organisation in a very tax efficient way. So it's quite an important um, kind of status to have when you're setting up that type of foundation. But I don't see them registered with the Charity Commission here. Oh, I see. Uh, Well, they're in America now. They're an American yeah, so, thing, aren't they? Well, I just thought it was very interesting how up until a few weeks ago, they still wanted to be very much involved in the UK side of things. Oh. But that's a firm statement that they're not, isn't it? It'd be quite good to have if, you know, of our many, many listeners, some of our American sort of friends chip in and say, hey, how's the Arsh well supposed to be pronounced? Um, and what they see it doing and what it means being an American charity and how they see it. Because I think that's a really interesting point that we've always seen... Harry is very British, and now he's very firmly planting his flag as being yeah. an entity in America, and just specifically Googled. West Coast America as well, far away. The, the word arch or archie is a Greek word meaning source of action, while well means a plentiful source or supply or a well. So he's Obviously. like action man. Well means <laughs> well. Well means well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah, that's winning. You're welcome. But um, oh, it's... From, watch out, Susie Dent and Dictionary Corner. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that was meaningless. But yeah, so anyway, so that's so that's Harry and Archwell and all that. So yeah, it's good that he's got a new job. Very nice, meaningless. Yeah, I'm pleased for him. I'm pleased for him. Uh, but as uh, um, Harry was getting the announcements out of his second job of the week, uh, I noticed that his father-in-law had popped to California. As he was photographed, oh, it's so strange, it's sad and strange, but he was photographed, this is Thomas Markle, photographed outside Oprah Winfrey's house, hand delivering a letter, asking that Oprah Winfrey interviews him to put against his side of the story. But exactly, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but doesn't she live on a private street? (laughs) You can't just wander within a hundred yards of her house. And also, uh, what's wrong with sending it in the post? It's almost as though he knew the photographers would be there waiting. Because he rang them. Well, yeah, I, th- I think if you're going to try and make some money to sell your snap, pap snaps mm. uh, to, to the papers, you can't post a letter. No. I don't think there's the same money you dropping it into the, the mailbox. Doesn't nope. he just give the letter to the mail and they'll publish it? <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. But it all seemed a bit pointless, didn't it? Because we're all rather desperate and rather sad and it just, it's beginning to make him look like he's sort of, well, not mentally well, 100%. Again, it's another thing. It's, it's another family, yet we can't talk into what goes on, although they, similarly to the royal family, do, do not, seem to do a lot of it in public now. But mm. it is just very sad that that family dynamic has broken down in the same way that Harry's family's broken down over all of this. It's just yeah. it's just sad and tragic when that happens. Right? So it's... 
Yeah, but that's what I don't know. It just made me. It is sad, but I can see why Meghan and Harry don't really want anything to do with him if he's going to sell stories on him and yeah. turn up at Oprah Winfrey's house demanding to be interviewed. I don't think we need to hear his side of the story because we've already heard it. He was on Good oh. Morning Britain with Piers Morgan all the time ahead yeah. of the wedding, after the wedding. Recently, you know, post that interview with Oprah, he was on Good Morning Britain giving his his thoughts on it. So I, I kind of feel Thomas Markle, we've we've heard from you. You think a little bit, in a way, in the way that Oprah used the Sussexes to, for that fantastic interview. Do you think he's being used by peers as the other part of the news story? And they're sort of they're all being used a little bit by famous journalists to just. Yes, pump a story along. Just well, yes, to, to to give it to give it one final last gasp of life before it expires. You've got great, you know. Thomas Markle wants to have his say, and then no doubt Samantha popped up and said, "I want to have my say." It's all a bit kind of, it's just a bit sort of tackery, isn't it? It's like slightly cheap journalism, um, and it won't have cost much to get Thomas Markle to go and stagger around outside Oprah's house with an envelope, will it? I doubt no. letter inside it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, no one's ever going to know because Oprah's not no, going to publish it, is she? Isn't it? So exactly. So that's a bit sad. Um, what else exciting has happened this week in the world of royals? Well, well thankfully, the the other father-in-law that sits in that relationship, which is the Prince of Wales, he's done something nice this last week, in mm -hmm. that him and the Duchess of Cornwall went to Greece to celebrate the independence. I think 150 years of independence in Greece. So we, we touched on this last week, didn't we? Because it was the whole, oh, it's at least it's official business if they're going abroad. But some it was just great to have some proper photos of sort of things happening. It felt like the world was coming alive again. Yeah. The thing I liked most about it is Charles and Camilla have very good face mask game. Yes. Camilla was wearing a lovely one today at some railway charity thing where it was like a hawk or an eagle over her face. Wow. And th yeah, there's, some, there's something to be done about looking at all Camilla's mad face masks. She's, she's not, she's not, doing it with a kind of boring black thing or a, one of those blue medical numbers. It's all uh, fashion and message. We should do that through, the, we're obviously trying to do it through the medium of podcasts and talk about images is a little bit Well, there's mean, this amazing thing called Instagram that we I was can going to do it that on. You yeah, we it. <laughs> on Instagram and we can, have, we can have a sort of face, royal face mask off. That's a great... Who's the winner? Yeah. Well, you can that. join us on uh, Instagram as we are uh, at Windsor Watch Pod. So do follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and even look out for us on Facebook if you wish. Uh, we'll be putting some pictures of Camilla in masks on there because she had some wonderful ones on in Greece last week. Today she was on a train, which I'd have to admit is quite exciting because not many people are taking public transport in the UK at the minute. As uh, She was visiting, um, well, it was to do with this charity called Rail to Refuge, which is basically where train companies have given free uh, rail travel to people who were getting away from uh, domestic abuse situations. Oh, wow. So she was good. meeting with them. It's so they've really, been... You know, it's only been going for about... It was set up just after the pandemic first hit, so it's only about mm. a year old. But it's already it's saved some staggering thousands of women, including 360 children and, and 22 men. Who, who have been desperate to escape abusive relationships. And they phone ahead to the refuge. The refuge says, right, you can come, here's a place. And when you've got that place guaranteed, they'll sort out the train ticket and you can pick it up at your station with your mobile phone or whatever. So no one knows it's a, 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 an abuse ticket. And then you get on your train to, to your refuge. So it's That's one amazing charity. Really, it's really good. She's attention to it by visiting and having that 
Well, that, that, that's what it says. They, they, they want all they want is for uh, battered women and a you know tiny portion of men to know that this service exists. That of course in lockdown, you know, no one's got. Or often, if you're a victim of an abusive relationship, you're not necessarily going to have control of the purse strings, or or you know, you need to leave just like that. So yeah, so all she was doing was raising awareness, which is all they wanted to do. Which I think is a really good, worthy. I mean, again, like we said last week, we want to see our royals doing their duty and this is a perfect example of doing a bit of service and duty not making a song and dance about it wearing a funky face mask but just being there so people read about it and know about it so good on camilla i say absolutely good on camilla but uh, there are some royals who maybe haven't brought glory to the royal family this week well it wouldn't uh, be a week without them True, 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 true. Uh, so the Queen's eldest grandson, in fact, an eldest grandchild, Peter Phillips, who is the son of the Princess Royal. Uh, so he doesn't have a title or anything like that, but he's still firmly a member of the royal family. He drove from uh, Gatscombe Park, which is where he lives on Princess Anne's estate, okay. up to Aberdeenshire. And he That's stayed... Not local. Not local, and also you're not really allowed to go to Scotland. Sorry, James? He went 460 miles. 460 miles. And he said, I had to stay at this gorgeous blonde's house who's recently separated from her partner. (laughs) Because, um, yeah, it was work and I couldn't find a hotel. Well, they are all shut. Yeah, they are shut. And and when when journalists said, "Uh, work, is it? He said, yes, work. Um, Leave it at that. I don't say nothing. (laughs) Um, Which is rather peculiar. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but apparently he works for a firm that um, makes uh, face masks and don't know what she does, but it was work. Well, somebody called the police because, you know, that's the community spirited thing to do in modern times. But that really is the community spirit these days. No, it's Everyone's not. It's awful. The police everybody. Well, uh, the, poli- the police turned up and they went, there's, the, that's fine. You're here on legitimate, legitimate business. I don't think he's having a fling with this woman. They've known each other since they're at school. That uh, mean so that they're not having an affair. So they're old friends. Eh, that's also pretty nah. possible. Nah, rubbish. James is James. You can tell by James's earlier sniff of derision that he thinks there's something saucy going on behind the curtains here. I, I th- nothing. I mean, nothing. Im- nothing wrong about it. Um, but you know, they're both single people. It's fine. But um, I just think it's a rather unusual decision to drive all the way to Aberdeen for a couple of nights, to come back again. They're clearly very, very fond of each other. Um, also, Aberdeen's a nice part of the world, although then Gloucestershire's not bad, I suppose. Not bad. It's just a shame that whatever they discussed, they couldn't do over Zoom like we are. But um, yeah. But I maybe mean, he had a business meeting up there. Maybe he had something on. It's, it's possibly all plausible. I love the fact that the, the tabloids just cover it enough for us all to be questioning it, going, ooh, what was <laughs> on there? Exactly, yeah. It's good fun, but she's very, very good looking, isn't she? I don't know. Um, I. It matters little. We I trust think your judgment that, on that, James. Well, quite. We'll, we'll, we'll bow to your superior knowledge on such things <laughs> or more extensive knowledge on such things. I think it's a shame that he did it. Uh, it's a bigger shame that he got caught. Uh, and it's also well, a it's shame only a crime if you're caught. Isn't that, <laughs> true, isn't true, that? true, true, true. <laughs> but hopefully soon we'll be allowed to drive to Aberdeenshire and stay in hotels and we won't need to, you know snuggle in it does go back to the whole thing of like how the media do love to jump on any royal who slightly plays out of line but then you know they are easily identified they are royals um i mean he's the queen's grandson and so one i i I, this is the thing we've talked about before but it's true is should 
we expect them to behave in a way that's unlike the way we all behave? And I think the answer is probably yes. Except he's never been in the public life, has he? He's always, well, but he's used it to his advantage. Let's be realistic. He He had a very lucrative deal with a Chinese milk company and he was on all of their advertisements. And it was, you know, this specific milk brand in China drunk by Peter Phillips, member of the British royal family. So correct. Yeah, very much right. But it's amazing how that's that the two things one that's quite niche royal knowledge but also doesn't really isn't something that's well known in the UK at all so but also he his company because he used to and I, I assume he's perhaps still involved in this company that you know was involved in Formula One and organizing big sports events but I think his company organized the can you remember that big picnic there was for one of the yeah they anniversaries did, he oh, organized that big the one picnic. On the the one that, but what was the one that was in 2016? What would that one have been? Yeah, it was, it was the, I'm not sure. There was, was a, the, there was a celebration, but it was like a patron's picnic and everyone who was a pet, a charity that was involved. That's it. it um, th- they got to go to this picnic. His company organized that, I believe. So he has been involved in lots of things. He set up this company that's to do with PPE and such like in the last year. So he's, you know, he's an entrepreneur, he's, he's busy. I'm not surprised. But it also that shows was, that challenge you know, the Sussexes are now gonna walk of leaving the, not being in the center of the family, but also needing to earn a living mm-hmm. and how to do lovely. that without playing on your links. Well, that, and you're yeah. going to be under greater scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. Your mum's a princess. Yeah, even though I bet most people wouldn't recognize Peter Phillips if they passed him in the street. Um, well, people like Elliot and I would. Well, that's true. Wouldn't we, Elliot? <laughs> yes, yes, I think we would. I, I, yes, no, I hesitate to say normal people. Other people probably <laughs> would. The rest of the population <laughs> would not realise. Would yeah. not realise. It's a bit like one day I was in Shoreditch House and Princess Beatrice was sitting having some food with some friends. And the person I was with, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, did you see who we just walked past? Yeah. No, and I was like, "Was Princess Beatrice for good to say?" And she was like, "Oh no, I don't know who that is." Or indeed, when I was at the theatre one night and the Duke of Kent was there, and I said, "I said to the person, oh my word, there's the Duke of Kent. This is so exciting,' and they couldn't understand what on earth I was going on about." I think it's very exciting, but it's like we need to have a celebrity spot, but this is just you know better, way better, (laughs) so much better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, there, <laughs> we need to convince normally, James on that one, Sarah. <laughs> now, normally this week, there is a moment that is quite special for people who are really keen on the royal family. Because if you're of a certain age, you may be invited by the Queen to receive some Maundy money from her this coming Thursday, on Maundy really? Thursday. Isn't this going to be quite a niche thing to try and explain succinctly and swiftly? Is it old people? I thought it it matched with the year that she the age that she was. I thought I thought so. So she'll invite, and then you get given Maundy money. In twenty twenty, they won't be able to do it because of this pesky pandemic. And obviously, in twenty twenty one, she won't be able to do it again. So one will assume that they'll just send the Maundy money to the people. But the the giving of the Maundy money is a really ancient thing, isn't it? Really ancient. Unlike a lot of the other things we create around the family, this is genuinely something that monarchs have done for centuries is it a decent sum of money no no tiny what is, amount what like 50p uh it's it'll be how old is she 90 it'll be 95 pence 95 pence i wouldn't leave the house for 95 but it's specially minted 
coins only given for this minted just for this occasion and in a special bag that's presented so it's not really it's currency but it's not really currency it's and you've been invited by the queen to do it how much do you think it would fetch on ebay oh a lot more than 95p who on earth would put it on ebay that's dreadful i think we've learned from this though james would put it on ebay i would put it i would i know If, if we ever get invited to something to do with the royal family like a proper occasion where there are takeaway elements to it <laughs> you'll be we, we will confiscate what is ever given to you <laughs> put it into a special place so that you can't sell it <laughs> elliot will keep a beady eye on you you can right. if you want to hawk some raw stuff james just take the, the mugs out of sarah's cupboard oh. <laughs> don't you. do that because what <laughs> will i get my tea out of <laughs> I'm missing having my royal mug this week, doing this over Zoom. It would be much better to sit and have a have a cup of tea and a royal mug with you. It makes it all a bit more oh, cosy. So, yeah, so that's that's the Queen this week. So she would normally be attending a lot of church services, but nice. not not to be not to be this week. Um, but yes, Tradition we'll miss, we'll miss out on seeing all the royal family turn up on for Easter Day service. Well, hang on, they, they'll still do something. Well, I don't know because yes, but will they allow the church to be filmed mm. at the moment? And also, people can't travel, so it's not as though the Cambridges can travel from London to Windsor for church. True, but I what, think there'll be a very classy photo and possibly a message. Mm. Oh, what normally nice. what, what what do the royals normally do at Easter? What does the Queen do? Go to church. All right. And it's another Christmas Day pictures. Sandringham moment. No, not Sandringham. Another... But they're at Windsor. They're at Windsor. Yeah. Can you not remember a few years ago when uh, Kate and Wills got stuck in traffic and they arrived late after the Queen? No. Oh. Protocol be damned. I know, but that's M4 what happens when there's traffic on the M4. Protocol. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, I guess we'll know next week what happened at Easter. We can discuss yes, it then. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know we'll we'll hopefully see some wonderful pictures of the Queen in a beautiful hat on Easter Sunday as she heads to church. That would uh, perk my day up. Well, look if you've got any questions on the royal family that you'd like us to dive into, or there's something that you don't quite understand that we're going on about, a bit like the Monday Thursday money. I think there's a lot of things it... we go on about that people probably don't understand. People can get in touch with us because they now are, can. Yeah, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're at Windsor Watch Pod on all of those things. Uh, so do give us a follow. Give us a like on some of our posts if you so desire. But also like and subscribe this podcast too. And if you want to give us a review, that would be most welcome too. Uh, But I guess until next week, I guess it's farewell for now. And happy Easter. Happy Happy Easter to everyone. Toodlepip. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.